eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. So we're talking today, we're talking about things that we're not ready to admit about the 2023 Miami Dolphins. Is that correct? So maybe other people, maybe other people on Dolphins Twitter, you know, they're, they're, they got the group think going and they're, you know, they're, they're dead set in their ways regarding these topics, but we're kind of going against the grain a little bit. We're, we're saying we're not ready to jump aboard those bandwagons. We, we've got a differing point of view and I feel like mine's going to get me a lot of hate. I feel like hopefully this doesn't get some negative reviews from the podcast. At uh, M Brave, at yeah. M Brave 13 on, on X. <laughs> don't please yeah, listeners don't blame jake don't break don't blame josh this is just this is just my thoughts after week two and after week two the thing that i'm not ready to admit i'm not ready to admit that the miami dolphins should have caved to christian wilkin wilkins contract demands christian wilkins reportedly yeah, I can see on that screen, Josh, giving me the thumbs down here. Listen, I love Christian Wilkins. I think he's a great player. I think he he does more for the Dolphins than just what the production he brings on the field. I think he's a locker room leader. I think he's the life, blood, the heart and soul of that defense. Christian Wilkins, rumors are that he wants to be the highest paid defensive tackle in the NFL. He wants to reset the market. So you're looking at a contract that pays Christian Wilkins roughly $25 million a year to do that, where the reports were the Dolphins were more in line with the Dexter Lawrence contract. And I feel like the Dexter Lawrence contract was somewhere around 
$18 million a year. So th there's quite a big difference between what the Dolphins are willing to pay Christian Wilkins, the offer that they reportedly rumored to have on the table for him, and the amount of money that he wants. $25 million a year is a lot of money, and the Dolphins have a lot of players that they need to pay. And all of a sudden, they have one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL, Tua Tungavailoa, who, if he stays healthy, there's those words again, if he stays healthy, will be commanding a contract that pays him probably $50 million a year. You're going to have to cut some corners when that happens. And 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 defensive tackles are good are, are good to have. They're great to have. But at $25 million a year, that that's, that's kind of a tough pill to swallow. So, I took a look at Christian Wilkins' stats through two games, and I, I, I went to our favorite web, website, Pro Football Focus, PFF. You know, there's some fans of PF, PFF, some haters out there. I wanted to take a look. I wanted to see where he's at this season. Well, Christian Wilkins has an overall defensive grade of 67. That's pretty average, maybe slightly above average, that doesn't scream $25 million a year to me. Now, week one was a bad week. 52.3 overall defensive grade for Christian Wilkins in week one. That whole defense was bad week one. Everybody, we watched that game. They were getting gashed, particularly by the run, uh, you know, right up the gut, right where Christian Wilkins plays. So that whole defense got poor grades week one. Week two, he jumped up to an 81.3. Uh that's really good. 81.3 is really good. That might be worth $25 million a year. But my point is the Dolphins were right not to give him that money just yet because the Dolphins still control Christian Wilkins' future for two years. They can give him the franchise tag after this season, and then they can give him the franchise tag again and still pay him less than that $25 million a year that he might be seeking. If Christian Wilkins continues to put up numbers and, and rack up the stats like he did in week two, he did have a sack week two against the Patriots. So, you know, you give him a sack every other game, that gets him to that, that eight sack, nine sack number, eight and a half sacks. That's the, you know, for a defensive tackle, eight and a half sacks is going to get you that big money contract. If he continues to do that, then we might figure out what we can do there. They've already paid Zach Sealer. Zach Sealer, by contrast, on PFF through two games, actually has a 68.3 overall defensive grade, which is 1.3 points higher than Christian Wilkins. So if you put stock into PFF grades, which it feels like when they grade the Dolphins well, we're like, yeah, PFF grades them real high. This must be a good site right here. And then when they, when they grade them low, we're like, ah, PFF is trash. Nobody looks at that. So I guess it's all going to depend on what side of the fence you sit on regarding this Christian Wilkins situations. If you want him to stay, you want him to be paid, then you're going to look at those week two numbers and say, that's who he is. And, and, and those numbers are legitimate. But if, if you're on the side and there's very few people on this side, mind you, that are like, Hey, let's not pay Christian Wilkins. Let's let him walk after a year or two and use this money elsewhere. Pay Jalen Waddle, pay Tua Tungabailoa, pay Javon Holland, pay Jalen Phillips. They got a lot of guys who need to be paid. If you're on that side, then you look at his week one numbers and go, ooh, that was pretty poor. You know, if he's going to continue doing that, then I don't know if we should pay this guy. I'm not firmly planted on either side of this fence. Where I'm at right now is I am comfortable with the Miami Dolphins waiting and seeing how this season pans out. If Christian Wilkins has a Christian Wilkins-type season, and it's good, but not great, 
then maybe you can go back to that table and see if you can bring that number, that $25 million a year that he's rumored to be asking for. Maybe you can bring that number down a little bit, maybe meet somewhere in the middle, and, and you can keep him on the team. Because I want Christian Wilkins on the Miami Dolphins. I do. But if he has a down year and his sacks aren't up, you know, that's the big talking point. He's got to get more sacks to get more money. If his sacks aren't up, then maybe he's just going to have to settle for that $17, $18 million a year that the Dolphins are currently rumored to be offering. So I think that's where I'm at. I am not jumping on that bandwagon of everybody else on Twitter, hashtag pay the man, you know, at this point through two weeks. I'm not there yet. You could find me there by midseason, by season's end, but I'm not there yet. I want to see how it plays out. And if, uh, you know, if they have to play hardball and they have to franchise tag them this next year, I think I'm okay with that too. So I, I know there's going to be a lot of people who don't like that viewpoint, but that's kind of what we're doing today. That's the spirit of the show. Let's let's go against the grain. Let, you know, let's let's uh, let's throw out some hot takes, baby. And I feel like that one's sizzling. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I just want you to at me next time talking about pay the man. I, I hashtag that for Connor Williams. I think all the way dating back to Jarvis Landry. It's not um, your money, Josh. Yeah, it's not my money. I mean, if you go back to before last year, I think Jake and I did some podcasts, and I think I admittedly said I would rather re-sign Zach Sealer, and that was before Christian Wilkins went, you know, all Megazoid, right? He loves the Power Rangers. He just nice. put it all together this past year, and he's – I mean, some team's going to pay him $25 million, right? I don't think that – it's really necessary that we're sitting here arguing his value. It's his value to the Dolphins and what they can do because, like you <laughs> mentioned there, Merrick, I mean, Tua Tagovailoa, if he continues on this, whether you like it or not, whether you thought he was worth X amount of money before the season, if he continues on this trajectory, you're paying him. You have to pay him top-of-the-market money. And then, you know, that salary cap's even a bigger issue than we were already looking at. So I'm glad they locked Zach Steeler up because he's a stud. Interested to see what Raekwon Davis continues to do because he also had a pretty good game, I think, um, this past sure week. sure did. But, but um, yeah, man, Christian Wilkins, no one wants to see him leave the Miami Dolphins. You just got to figure out a way to make this all work because um, not everyone can get paid, um, you know, top five, top three money. And Chris Greer, I gave him kudos earlier, Reggie McKenzie, Marvin Allen, they got to figure out a way to get this all worked out over these next few years because, you know, we're sitting here praising how awesome this team looks right now. It doesn't take very long for us to, you know, maybe be looking like the Los Angeles Rams and sitting here, you know, with our head down. But if it results in a ring, I don't think any of us care. So it's also important to keep in mind the, the cause and effect here, right? You don't pay Christian Wilkins and you re-sign, you mentioned the Zach Sealer contract and the Alec Ingle. They actually happened like right after it came out that the Dolphins and Wilkins weren't working on an extension, which I thought was interesting. I, I really do like the, like, it's so hard to sit there and like stand up and say like, and hold your ground in a situation like this, because it, it can pass you right by a situation, especially, I mean, the Dolphins should have re-signed Christian Wilkins two years ago when you could have got him 16, $17 million. Hindsight's always 2020, but I, I'm really hoping something that can happen out of this is Christian Wilkins plays well, right? He has another strong season and then we can talk about the franchise tag. I wonder if now, and I'm a little worried about it, the franchise tag for some players is completely taboo. They do not want to be offered that franchise tag. 
So I'm wondering if there's a way where Christian Wilkins plays well enough where he'd be open to the idea of the franchise tag for a year, even if it just kind of helps Miami regain its footing with the uh, Emmanuel Agbas and different contracts like that. So that's going to be my big thing. You know, we, we see Christian Wilkins being so professional entering the season and saying, you know, he's just focusing on the team. How long does he do that before he starts to get frustrated? We will wait and see. But I want to ask you guys, um, after week one, what, 250 rushing yards, the Chargers put up 34 points. Mike McDaniel said there were some guys, I don't want to even say freelancing, but they were going for their stats, right? They weren't trusting the system. They weren't necessarily doing their job as much as they were trying to just be disruptive. You look at what Christian Wilkins did from week one to week two. Is it a snap of the fingers where, all right, he's into the system now and this is what we expect moving forward? Or is the truth somewhere in the middle there? Yeah, I think part of the part of the story as to why the numbers look so much better week two versus week one is it could be literally broken down to the fact that the Chargers have a much better offensive line than the New England Patriots do. And that's even considering the New England Patriots had a bunch of injuries uh, on that offensive line. Their starting left tackle was out. Their starting right tackle was out. Their interior players were coming back from injuries, you know, probably not 100% yet. Whereas the Chargers are, are one of the highest graded offensive lines in the NFL. Plus they have a great running back in Austin Eckler. You know, Ramondre Stevenson is a good back for the new England Patriots, but without an offensive line that can, that can move these defenders, then the run game's not going to be as good. Plus it was the second game in the Rick fit, excuse me, the Vic Fangio system. Um, I think there's a lot of different factors at play, which is why after two games, I'm not willing to plant my flag on either side of this. I just need to see more. And that's really what my, my hot take is, is all about is that, you know, while everyone's screaming, Hey, we got to pay Christian Wilkins. I'm more on the, we don't have to pay Christian Wilkins, not yet anyways. He's under contract for this season. He's there. He's practicing. He's playing. Let's just see how it goes. There's there's nothing that says we have to pay him now. There's actually no benefit to the Dolphins to pay him now other than, you know, the the angle where, oh, hey, you, you keep him happy and the team gets happy and yada, 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 right? He's a professional. He's going out there. He's doing what he's supposed to do. He's still making $10 million this season. That's pretty good for a guy who was averaging like two and a half million his first few years in the league. So 10 million is pretty good. Go out there, put the type of season that's going to get you that 20 plus million dollars a year, put it on tape. And then we can go back to the, to the table. We can discuss numbers and we can discuss long-term deals. The Dolphins want to keep Christian Wilkins. They don't want him to go anywhere, especially because, He's from uh, uh, Massachusetts, last time I checked. And, uh, you know, the team that plays there is the New England Patriots. And we don't want to see him suiting up in that navy blue every week for that, you know, god-awful franchise. So I think the Dolphins want to keep him. I think Wilkins wants to be in Miami. They're just at an impasse right now over his perceived value to the team. And, and Chris Greer's doing his due diligence as the general manager of the squad. And he knows, hey, I got to ton of players I need to pay. Christian Wilkins is one of them, but I can't burn through, you know, 25 million in cap space every year right now. I got other problems that I'm trying to solve. I need to know if Tua is going to stay healthy. I need to know if Waddle's going to stay healthy. We got issues with him right now too. You know, I need to know if Javon Holland is going to take that next step. If Jalen Phillips is going to take that next step. We got questions with some of these young guys. I think we all think they're going to be great players and we all think they're on the right path. But for right now, there's questions that need to be answered with Christian Wilkins and with everybody else, too. So uh, let's hope that these questions get answered in a way where we all feel good about it. And then they can come to uh, terms on the on the contract numbers here.
Yeah, I think the ship sailed on the new contract getting done right before the season. I think that's over and done with. And to your question, Jake, I think it's a little bit of both. You know, just being in a new system for a second game only. I mean, he's still trying to get his feet wet. And Big Fangio himself said he didn't put his guys in the right position in that week one matchup. So um, it's all coming together. And I think we'll see Christian Wilkins' best football, you know, ahead of us. And that's what we need. So he's a he's an absolute workhorse, right? Two things that stick out about Christian Wilkins. I think he's led the league among defensive tackles and tackles in each of the last two years. He's been flirting around 100. And both him and Zach Sealer are complete Ironmen. I think they both play more than 90% of snaps. I'm just pulling that number out of my out of, out of the pocket. But I do think that um, that that's kind of their thing, right? They don't leave the field. They're always at the heart of the defense. So this is going to be some really lazy analysis. But to wrap this up, guys, what do the numbers have to look like for you to be comfortable offering Christian Wilkins that big contract? I'll even start, I'll set the tone. I don't think the 90 tackles is necessarily necessary. So I'll even go uh, 80 tackles, 10 sacks, and Christian Wilkins makes $25 million a year. Yeah, at 10 sacks, absolutely. $25 million a year. If you're getting 10 sacks, um, you know, especially in a Vic Fangio defense where supposedly they're not trying to blitz a whole lot, but we saw some good blitzes against uh, the Patriots at the very least. But uh, if you can get pressure with your, your front four, your front five, whatever it may be, uh, that's that's how you win in a Vic Fangio defense. So if he's getting 10 sacks on that defensive line, then yep, go ahead. Give him that 25 mil. I'll, I'll be the first in line to congratulate him on that contract. Yeah, I was going to say, you could probably even get down to like seven and a half sacks if you're truly trying to um, get down the schematics. But honestly, I think it's more about other people, right? I mean, I've talked. we talked about Tua's contract. I mean, it might be more about how he plays and how much they got to pay him and allocate money here to Connor Williams or, you know, Jalen Phillips is coming up, Javon Holland. I, we don't need to talk about everybody that needs to get paid. But, um, again, I think Christian Wilkins will hit that number. I think he's determined to, right? I mean, a lot of guys play their best football in a contract year. He wants to prove to the Dolphins that they do need to pay him $25 million because, you know, a lot of us probably would have been good before the year. $20 million, somewhere in that, we would have been happy. At this point, though, it just seems like his price tag's going up. But who knows? One thing we do know is Chris Greer doesn't like to overpay and always sets his price, right? I mean, you yeah. got to tip your hat to him for that. 90 tackles and three sacks. It's kind of crazy to think that in 15 more games, he'd only get two sacks, but 90 tackles, three sacks. Is that franchise tag worthy? Yeah, I, I think Christian Wilkins, what he's put on tape the last two seasons, and if he can kind of get similar numbers to that this year, that's already franchise tag worthy. I think he's a great defensive tackle, and I don't necessarily feel like defensive tackles need to get those high sack numbers. For some reason, the Dolphins do, or at least it seems like they do. Um, so he's not going to get that that long-term deal if he only has three sacks this year, but the 90 tackles is, is kind of where it's at, especially for a defensive tackle. And if he has 90 tackles, that means this rushing defense turned it around from week one. They stayed good for the rest of the year. And uh, if this rushing defense is good, then we know that pass defense is going to be good uh, in this Fangio system. So it's going to be a, a top 10 unit easily. 